With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Thank you for listening in. You have reached Pay Dirt. I'm your host, Brandon Harry, with your host, Pay Saunders. How's it going, Pay? Man, can't complain, man. It's Thursday, one day away from the weekend. We get to make all this money. Yeah, I got a 50-inch screen TV right now right in front of me on my desk, which is way too big for how close I'm sitting. Watching my watching the Lions bring home my first bet of the week. This is fantastic. Love it. 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 But hey, thank you all for uh for tuning in. Hit that like, subscribe, share, uh, rate, review, give us those five stars. Uh, anywhere you're catching this, Spotify, Google, Apple, we're everywhere. Every week bringing you value 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 when it comes to sports gaming on football we even here and there i'm going to sprinkle in some uh, fantasy catches too uh, for those of you doing the one day fantasy things been more focused on uh you know filling out the nfl in the uh in the ncaa games here right now and doing pretty good so far doing pretty good second week in a row with the picks i gave you uh three one and one so can't complain about that. Uh, up nine and a half units uh, on my my personal betting, which you know I add a few things here and there, and maybe get a little more froggy on this or that. So can't be mad at that either. And you know, one of the big things that made me think of pay is uh, you know I'm not one of those guys. I'm not a chaser. I don't. If I'm doing really well, I don't double down on. Uh, Sunday night game. I don't, I don't do things like that. But what, what I will do as I go on, I, I kind of have my budget for the year. I put in my deposit mm-hmm. at the beginning of the year, and I, I try to stick to it. And I'm off to a pretty ripping good start uh, so far through the first three weeks of the NFL season. So what I'll do is I might change that unit. So if a unit is $20, $50, or whatever, however you're looking at a unit for you, could be 10, could be 20, could be whatever. Let's just say that unit's $100 for the easy of math. If your unit's $100 and you're up 40, 50 units and you want to bet a little bit more, make that unit worth 150. Move the unit value rather than moving your bets and going above where you normally bet. I normally bet one to five units, depending on how I'm feeling on games. Parlays, I only do one or two units. That's it. So if you if you're into that, like I, that's my focus now is when do I move my unit? I think I'm one good week away from it. Pay, how you doing out there? So last week, I told our listeners stay away from that Colorado game, but. 
take that over on the uh, Colorado Oregon. That's seventy and a half. Easy money. The under. 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 Definitely the. Yeah, we were both seventy points. Unless, unless you're the Miami Dolphins, <laughs> your seventy points is a, is is an unbelievable number to cover. Uh, Duke, Duke Blue Devils, twenty-one point favorites. They was gonna get that. Another nice one we had last week. Damn, went that fast. Uh, what was the other one we were talking about backstage? Well, uh, you had the over in the Air Force. I remember that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That also combined score over. That one yeah. hit as well. I Proud about the, that. Uh, I had the Washington State game. Um, boy, that Packers ended up pushing on me. That was, uh, you know, that, that went off at one on my bookie and pushed. The Eagles was easy money. That was a get to bed early game. Washington State looks good. Uh, yeah. There's some good bets out there, man. Um, I, uh, I, I I don't I don't love the NFL slate this week. No, um, it's not a lot of good stuff out there. Not a lot of easy pickings. No, I felt better about college, man. What What did you think about college this week? What What what, uh, what looks sweet? A little enticing out there? Something we might have a value on. You may not like where I go with this first. Oh, come on, man. Don't say it. Michigan Wolverines. 17-point favorites against the Nebraska Cornhuskers, according to mybookie.com. Before I tell you how I feel about this, that's your team. You are always there. It's like your second home. What do you think about this game? I'm not going in to Nebraska. I already know how you feel. You're not there right now. So I, I know, I know how you, I know well, it's not Michigan. I, I do home games. I, I'm not going to Nebraska. Although I will say this, pay the fans from Nebraska are some of the nicest fans I've ever been around in my life. They're, they're, they're Agreed. incredible people. Um, that said, I hope their team gets drubbed this week. Um, Michigan has not covered. Uh, there this, you go. This year, this year, there you go. Oh, three and one. We've got one push. We got one push mm-hmm. was last week against Rutgers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but we do oh. have the nation's leading percentage, uh, completion percentage. We have the nation's leader in running touchdowns. We have tied for the nation's leader in passing touchdowns. And I'm watching a Nebraska team that could not bully Colorado. I don't think that votes well for them. Because the one thing we can't do, we can't bully some people. Mm-hmm. I think we finally cover, man. I think we win by 24. Now, we've been doing a lot of shows. This tells you we've done too many shows together. You knew exactly where I was going with this. Because I hinted to it last week. I said, ah, they keep giving the breast of these big spreads. They're not coming through. They're not coming through this week. This week, that 17, that 17 is a little fair. Now, Nebraska is known for losing one-score games. They are known for keeping it close. Last 10 games they've played, they've had six one-score games. 
And this season, though, but let's let's stick focus this season. This season, they've only had one one score game. The last three games, they're all double digits, all two two and sometimes three scores. They've won the last two. I think Michigan's a different beast, different animal, just as you said. I don't, of course, I don't have Nebraska winning this game. That is a terrible, terrible idea. But 17, Sal and Tyson. I think Nebraska, under Matt Rule, has gotten their act together. I think they can keep it close. I think they can keep it close. 24? Uh, uh, I, I see another push. I see a push. Killing me. I, I tell you what, I, I have it on my question mark games. I have two question mark games here. Mm-hmm. Michigan minus 17 at Nebraska was one. The other one I had was LSU at Ole Miss. Mm. I just don't I don't know about that game, man. Um Ole Miss, I I, I actually picked them against Alabama last week and they let me down. But LSU's playing too close to games with people they shouldn't be. They, they've had one game where they look like world, st- uh, world beaters. Mm-hmm. Um, but other than that, lackluster, man. Lackluster. Um, but I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a close game. I, you know, the SEC has a couple of unusual games I think are going to be close. Uh, Florida at Kentucky is a one-point game. Yeah, I think, I, I think that's going to be a great game to watch. Um, and then, you know, we got this one. I think it's a two and a half point spread. I'm looking for it again here. I've got the my bookie app now. Uh, you know, they're they're all in with the fans for sport network. So now I'm all in with them. Now we're going straight app. We're not going, but you can't go mybookie.ag if you need to. But the my bookie app, <laughs> it's it's a little bit tempting though, having it here on my fingertips, man. There's so many prop bets. Yeah, that Ole Miss is getting two and a half. Over under on that was 67 and a half. Don't expect a lot of defense. That's another question mark game I have. I, I don't know how I feel about it. It's not what's on my avoid list. It's not on my avoid list yet. What's that? I said, what's the other game you had? The the question mark games I had were Michigan and mm-hmm. LSU at Ole Miss. My game, my first game that I like, and I'm I just feel like this team's been overvalued and and whatnot. I'm taking Utah plus four and a half at Oregon State. That hook is too enticing to me. Oregon State playing close games. They don't – I mean, I don't think they look that great. I don't think they're running away from anywhere. I think Utah keep it close. You know, I think that's, again, a field goal game. I'm taking the four and a half. All right. All right. Yeah, that's – Living on the edge. Okay, I like it. You, you've been coming through. You've been coming through for a lot, a lot of our listeners. So I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna tell you to, you know, calm down. You're gonna uh, wait until I hit a little skid before you start, start uh, fading me again. <laughs> I feel it. I feel it. I actually, I actually do kind of like that game. I'm not as confident as you are mm-hmm. now. One game that I not in any way indifferent about or unsure about PSU, the Nittany Lions versus the other smaller cats, 
from Northwestern. Those Wildcats from Evanston, Illinois, they are 26 and a half point favorites. Now, I'm not telling you to throw a whole unit on this. This is this game, you're not going to get any money. Uh, not at all. This is one of those, as we discussed in our pre previous episodes, these are parlay packers. Hashtag parlay packers from pay. <laughs> <laughs> you can throw this on a parlay. This You can throw this on a parlay because this is definitely going to cash in for you. Now, some other ones that I think are a little more fungible, a little more uh, enticing, that get you get you some real dope. The one game Saturday that I'm another game Saturday that I'm looking at. I'm gonna go right back to your Florida Gators versus the Kentucky Wildcats. Now I'm not. This was pretty much on the PK line. This this is pretty much a pick'em game right here. Uh, I can't tell you who's going to win. It's, it's it's that close. I do see that over. That forty five and a half. I do see that. I see that coming in. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Kentucky's got some some fun guys on offense. Some, they got some speed out there too. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's going to be a shootout. I can see that. I think that's. Is way, way too low. Now, if they put 70 on that, I think they learned their lesson. Don't put 70 on that. No um, more. We got a we got a 73 and a half on my first avoid game of the of the, uh, of the week. USC minus 21 and a half at Colorado. Hunters out. I don't know what to expect there other than I mean, can USC score 55 65 points on them i think they might be able to i don't even like the under on this one they're not oregon i don't i, I don't know like I, I i'm just avoiding this game all the, all the if i was gonna bet it would be, be the under i'm just gonna oh, avoid it all, yeah. the, all, the, all i am all back the i am definitely stamping it I, i'm gonna ride this under that's probably yeah. so many points pay usc's offense is pretty good their yeah. defense is pretty bad I don't think their office is as bad. As, I don't think their office is as good as Oregon. I don't think Colorado plays a, a a game as bad as they did last week. I definitely don't think Colorado uh, USC can can pressure Shador Sanders the way Oregon did. Even though Colorado hasn't really protected him at all any yeah. at any point this season. Now, I want you all to understand that. But bookmark that for later. Colorado gives gives up a lot of sacks. Pay attention to that as they, as we move forward in the season. The 73 and a half, though, for the over-under, I think that's safe as an under. I think it's safe. They've got the presumed number one pick, Caleb Williams, uh, playing quarterback for USC. I don't think they're going to run out and score 50 points. And if they do, I don't think Colorado can score 20. Yeah, the whole thing makes me nervous. I'm avoiding it. Yeah, I, I'm not mad at you for doing that. I think but, I, I want to take if it's one if it's two things out of this game. I want to take. I want to take USC to win by three, three scores, twenty one and a half. I'm gonna take them to do that. Again, you don't make much money on that because they're too big of a favorite. You can pack your parlay with Apple. This one, on, but on that over under, I think that under comes through. Seventy three and a half. That's just too. That's just too juicy to avoid. I'm sorry. I got to take that. Put me down, B. 
I got another, I got in the game in the SEC that I like though. The guys came through for me earlier this year. They seem to be get up in good games and big games. Um, there's just Tennessee. I think uh, I think they're phony. They're not playing UT San Antonio this year uh, this week. They're mm-hmm. playing South Carolina. I think South Carolina keeps this game closer than 12 points. I got it between seven and 10 point game. Um, I'm going to take the points there with South Carolina. Okay. That's okay. I've got no quarrels with that. Um, before we move off of Saturday, I want to, I want to talk about two of these big, bigger games of the, uh, of the day. Notre Dame versus Duke. The, uh, the fight of the, the battle of the, Private school elites are playing football. Notre Dame is a five and a half point favorite over under 53. Any thoughts on that? These are two good schools, two good programs right now. I don't want to say two good schools, two good football programs. They both look incredible in the early out. So I, I, I have this down. Um, on my on my sheet, this is not going to be a multi-unit game for me. This is going to be a single unit. I like it, don't love it, but I definitely, I definitely want a little bit of juice on this. Um, mm-hmm. Probably going to watch this game. <laughs> um, I'm taking Duke, man. Mm. I'm taking Duke. Duke I'm to taking, come. Duke. Think, <laughs> they're getting five and a half. Yeah. I think they could win this outright. At home, yeah. Um, you know, Notre Dame, I think, has a letdown after having that game right in the palm of their hand and playing the last yeah. two downs against the such State a bad team. beat. That's Ten such a bad players beat. in the last two games, the last two snaps, only had ten players on the field on defense coming out of a timeout. Only had ten players on, like just a bad look and a bad beat, and I, I think that. You're going to have a hard time getting up for this game. Um, I really like the coach. Uh, was it Elko from mm-hmm. Duke? I like him. The quarterback plays well. Um, team looks a lot better than the, you know the past few years. I like Duke. I like Duke to win this outright, man. Not enough to get on that money line, but enough to probably put a unit or two on uh, getting five and a half points. Yeah, I, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. I don't see them winning it outright. I think Notre Dame comes out focused and ready to prove and ready to get back into the top ten by smacking some blue devils around. Um, this is one of my get stay away games, to be honest with you. Okay, it was. It's just that five and a half favor from Notre Dame. I can I see them winning. I see them winning, but. The argument you made makes perfect sense. I can't. I don't. I don't want to risk it. You know, and gambling is gambling is no risk it, no biscuit, right? So, but it, I'd rather take no biscuit risk. on this. It's it's mitigating your risk. Exactly. Um, it, it, the nature of gambling is a risk, but where can you find value if you're uncomfortable with it? Stay off of it. Like I said, we're not going to go through here and pick every single game because. If you're betting every single game, you're bound to lose. It's just not the way it works. I also have one more college stay away game, and I, I'm going to tell you. Michigan State plus 12 and a half at Iowa. 
Ooh. I can't figure out Bing. which Bing. one's more of a dumpster fire, Iowa's Bing. offense or Michigan State's state of the program. We are we are using the same brain. I was I had that one circled as well. I had to circle for the almost the same reasons as you. Michigan State is in turmoil yet again for being a cluster F of a athletic department. Oh, uh, Iowa Hawkeyes are the kings of the under. I don't know where to go with this. That that wow. over under is 36 and a half. That is incredibly low. Incredibly low for a college football game. Iowa Hawkeyes are 12 and a half point favorites. That makes no sense. If you didn't know the other team they were playing with, you know, just dismissed their coach for being a creep. Yeah. <laughs> so, brought, brought a young lady in to, to teach the program about, you know, respecting sexual women. harassment, respecting women, and then her sexually harassed that person. I, you can't even make it up. It's just a, I, I don't understand. And then and the other on the other foot, Iowa is the perfect argument against nepotism. Holy mm. cow, man, their offense is terrible. Mm. And it I is. watch Cade McNamara. He he's yeah. not a bad quarterback. I everything, yes, everything you said is true. That is their offense is horrendous. They should, all things considered. They should be able to beat this team by two touchdowns. But that offense being horrendous, you just uh, you cannot call that. You can't call that. They might come out there and score nine points themselves, and that's just be it. Oh. This this is this is gonna be an ugly one. Yeah. Pro, but I'm gonna I'm gonna swing it over to you. On the pro game, I know we both kind of agree there's not a ton here, not a lot of meat on the bone. But what do you see that you do like? So for the NFL on Sunday, the one of the games that I did did highlight as a good one to again, we want to mitigate our risk. A good one to put throw something down on Tampa Bay, New Orleans Saints. Tampa Bay is a three and a half point road dog. And the over-under is 39 and a half. Now, traditionally, Tampa Bay does not fare well against New Orleans. Traditionally. Even, even during the Tampa Bay era. I mean, even during the Tom Brady era. So I'm going to yeah. stay away from that line. What I am looking at is that over-under. Over-under 39 and a half. Derek Carr is looking like he's not going to play with a sprained AC joint. Baker Mayfield and Mike Evans and his, and their band of merry men are riding in the New Orleans and playing a defense that has, again, traditionally stymied Mike Evans and the rest of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. At some point, the glass slipper that Baker's wearing is going to come off. And it's going to be this week. That 39 and a half... I'm ready to say under. I got that that game on my avoid list. For good reason. Got, got it on my avoid list. Um, and as far as your under goes, 
Man, I need I need Rashad White to score some touchdowns. Let's go. <laughs> Come on now. Give give him the give him the ball at the, the five yard line in. Um my I tell you what, and here here it is. My 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 simple thinking sometimes gets gets into me. If you remember back, I'm gonna I'm gonna flip back here. My notes from this last one. I went with what was it? The the Packers at the Saints, and I took the Packers. They ended up going off at minus one. And I took the Packers because I said, I think the Saints are going to win next week. Mm-hmm. And I can't see them starting 4-0. And if David Carr was still healthy, the line was different. I don't know. I still think maybe the Bucks cover this. I don't. But it's just so bad, I can't figure it out. But I'm going to talk myself right back into that same thought process of betting. The Jaguars have to get this right sooner or later, right? The Jaguars have to get it right. Falcons at the Jags, Jags minus three. This is a week, man. Jacksonville starts putting it back together. I feel like they're going to have some offensive uh, eruption here. I feel like they're going to right the ship. Calvin Ridley's going to look good. Uh, ETN's going to look good. Most importantly, uh, the Nature Boy is going to look good with his long, <laughs> flowing locks. I'm saying the Jags are covered at minus three. <sighs> Sunshine going to score. They're going to win by at least a touchdown. Why not? Um, I can see that happen. They're used to playing overseas, so I don't feel like that's an actual issue for them. They do that it travel. every year. Yeah. Um, Plus, if I'm going to be up at 930 watching football, I got to have a little, little action on it, right? Yeah, I hear. So, how I see that game is going to be a little more, a little more, a little more closer than the actual three. So, that's actually one of my avoids. Um, the forty-three and a half is a pretty standard over/under. Mm-hmm. The yeah, minus three, would. yeah, it's it's pretty standard. Um, Atlanta Falcons, I just don't know what to make of them just yet. I don't want to fade them just off the strength of them usually being pretty vanilla or pretty, you know, blah. Jacksonville hasn't really showed me anything to give them the benefit of the doubt. One of my, one of my boys, I need, I need more data on both. I don't like the Falcons offense. You know, you know, my second avoid in the NFL is what in the hell is going to happen with the Broncos at the Bears? Can anyone uh, explain to me what's going on with these two teams? Somebody's going to go over four. I can tell you that right now. Damn. The Bears are getting three and a half. It makes me want to take the Bears. <laughs> but, man, have they looked putrid on offense. I don't know what to think of it. You know what? Let's let's take a commercial break before I give you my opinion. 
That's a great idea because it's a tough one. All right. So the way I see the Bears and Broncos playing out, the Broncos just got housed by 50 points and they still come in to another team's house as a three-point favorite. That tells you the disrespect for the Bears. Um, the Bears haven't shown anything on any facet of the game for you to be positive about. The Bears are the worst team in the NFL. You should fade them any way you can. I'm taking the I'm taking Broncos. You can't say that on a Bear Claw podcast, can you? Oh no, I can't. I cannot. And okay. I won't. But okay. for, for this program, I'm telling people, <laughs> hey, don't be be smart. Don't be silly. <laughs> Leave the Bears alone. Hey, all right. All right. On Sunday, he's gonna be in navy and orange. But on payday, it's all green, baby. All green. <laughs> it's the only color that matters. <laughs> only color that only color that matters. You are correct. I am avoiding that like the plague because you know why? Russie might throw two touchdowns. I just don't know what team he's gonna throw them to. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out on this game. Now, the one thing about this game that's that's kind of interesting is the over under. Again, a pretty standard number, 46. Both teams' defense. Let me, again, let me remind you all. Combine the week three output of both three def, both of these teams' defense. They got beat by a combined 80, what, 85 points? Man. Bears got beat 41 to 10. Uh, everyone knows the Denver Broncos got beat by 50. So that's oh, close to 90 points. Uh, I think that I think that's prime for go over. You know what? I just thought I just remembered. Child Bears are terrible in every sense of the word. Don't take that word because they can't score. Even even on a defense that's as bad as Denver Broncos right now, you can't trust the Chicago Bears to score. Stay away from this game. Well, at least you're gonna have good weather. It looks like I I, I was hoping maybe we'd get rain. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out on this game too. And there's let's give game. one. Let's give one more. What are you looking at? You looking uh, at a void game or a bet game? Because there's another game that you and I immediately both were like, "What? What's up with that?" Yeah, it looks like a trap. Yeah. So we all know we we've discussed this a lot. Kansas City's penchant to not cover when they're when they're a touchdown or more favorite. Mm-hmm. This week they are playing the Well you know what? My bookie took the game off. Let us don't even worry about that one. They're not even hosting the Kansas City game. Hmm. Yeah, they are. Oh, Minus you know what? Eight I found and a half it. I found New York. 
Yeah, I found it. So Kansas City is, again, another touchdown favorite. They are eight and a half points favorites going into New York Jets. 41 is the over-under. I actually like this one for them. For who? For Kansas City. They showed me something and how they covered that large 12 and a half point spread. Again, they were playing the worst team in the league. But they, they showed me something. They didn't cover more than touchdown spreads before they had the power of the, Swi- the, the Swifties. Now they got the Swifties on their side. Bam. Going to cover everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? The largest, most vocal, most powerful fan base in America for anything can make you do some great things. You don't need to be great to beat the Jets, though. <laughs> Eight and a half, I think that's easy money. That 41 line, I want to take that over. I think, ooh, I want to take that over, but I don't. I don't think that's a wise decision. Zach Wilson's terrible. Zach Wilson is terrible. I don't. I can't trust the Jets to keep up their end of the bargain. That's right. I can. I can trust. The, I can trust Kansas City to go out there and put up twenty-seven to thirty-one. It could be thirty-one to three. Yeah. Yeah. I can trust that. Stay away from that over/under. I trust the eight and a half, though. Take that. The the Seahawks at the Giants is interesting to me, but going into Monday Night Football, probably just gonna save that till I see where I'm at. I like the Seahawks in that game, especially depending on what's going on with Saquon. He's, either mm-hmm. way, he's not going to be real healthy. Uh, trap bet we both looked at and said, eh, somebody wants us to bet on that, and we don't want to fall for it. Baltimore plus three at Cleveland. But everything in my body says we should bet Baltimore there, but Baltimore missing some bodies. Yeah. So that's yeah. That's I, don't, a, I don't like that. I, you know Baltimore's missing bodies. Cleveland's being overrated. I don't. Yeah, I you know these AFC North games are hard to call. They are always just you know they're they're usually just coin flips. Yeah, I, I just can't get my my I can't wrap my head around that one. We're gonna have good weather this weekend, at Cleveland. Uh, so the alpha look nice and crisp for you out there on the mm-hmm. field. I'm, I'm avoiding that one. I tell you what, I am going to go on. I don't do this very often because I don't like my heart involved with my money. But damn it, I got to take the Bengals minus two and a half at the Titans. And I'll tell you why. Titans defense really good at run stopping. We just threw the ball 49 times. Um, we, we're definitely looking at Everything out of the shotgun because Burrow can't get under center mm-hmm. uh, with his calf. We're not really going to run the ball as much. We're going to do more of that passing game as the running game and the short passing game. Um, the Titans, not the greatest in the uh, defensive backfield. I heard this uh, stat earlier. Christian Fulton, when targeted as their cornerback, is giving up a perfect passer rating. That ain't good. Um, I think they're going to scheme some ways to get Jamar Chase on him. Uh, the Bengals, I think they still haven't put it together on offense. I think they get real close this week, close enough to push them over. Um, our defense also does rush the passer pretty well. Trey Hendrickson's got a very favorable matchup uh, this week. 
I expect him to cause a ruckus. Um, going to go ahead and take the Bengals minus two and a half. I feel like they win by seven or eight. I like that. I like it. That's the last one I like on the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> and that's it, right? That's it. I mean, maybe that's on it. that Monday game. Maybe on that Monday game. I don't like the chase going into it. Um, if I'm down, you know, four or five uh, units, I'm probably just going to take my lumps. Uh, but if I'm up five or six units, I might throw a couple on on the uh, Seahawks because I, I don't know. I don't believe in the Giants, man. They just don't quite do it for me. Yep. Yeah, me neither. So take us on. What's your parting? Uh, what are your parting suggestions, thoughts here for the people before we say goodbye? Fade the Bears, obviously. Pay attention to the sack number for Colorado. They are really bad at protecting the protecting Shadur Sanders. You might want to keep that keep that in mind going forward. Yeah, and listen, check out mybookie.ag, mybookie, the app. It's a nice MB. Tons of stuff on there. They got casino games. They got all your NFL, um, MLB, NCAA, hockey uh, is, is now starting up. Anything that you're into, they got it on there to bet. They've got, like I said, I, it's like Chuck E. Cheese when you start getting into some of those uh, – in-game uh, prop bets and things that you can do and in-game parlays. And th- then they have the casino, live casino. They've got racing. They've got anything your heart desires, man. It's great. And uh, they're the official bookie of uh, Fans First Sports Network where you can catch pay talking about those beloved bears. Uh, Trash. Bear Call podcast. You can catch me over at Running Through the Jungle talking about the Bengals and what we need to do to right the ship to get past uh, this one and two mark. But here you can catch us every week as we reach pay dirt. Follow us and you can too. So next week, catch those bets.